WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. WSJM News is brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. All Berrien County facilities will be closed on Monday in recognition of Juneteenth. However, not everyone's happy about it. At a Thursday meeting of the Berrien County Board of Commissioners, Chair Mac Elliott read a resolution stating the Michigan Supreme Court has ordered all court employees in the state get a paid holiday June 20th or Juneteenth. It then explained allowing court employees only to have the day off would put a burden on other county employees. Now, therefore, be it hereby resolved that the Berrien County Board of Commissioners authorizes that June 20, 2022, will be a paid day off for all county employees. The resolution states the change is just for this year, while county officials review their other options. Elliott said the state court imposed an unfunded mandate on counties by shutting them down unexpectedly for the day with little notice. All of us can recognize historic events and can recognize them as holidays. We don't necessarily have to do that and make it a paid day off for people whose salaries are paid by taxpayers. Elliott said it would cost millions to have all courts suddenly shut down at a time when they're already facing a huge backlog. County Administrator Brian DeSette said the court system in Berrien County has 404 direct employees and another 104 indirect employees, meaning they work at the courthouse but are not employed by the court. He said the county couldn't order those people to go to work when the building would be nearly empty. Berrien County officials have a friendly reminder for everyone who walks along the pier in St. Joseph or visits Silver Beach. Please don't steal the life rings. Berrien County Board of Commissioners Chair McElliot told colleagues a case involving an Edwardsburg man who stole a life ring has been prosecuted. As you know, those life rings are wired so that when they're removed, dispatch is notified immediately. We have cameras that are activated, which means if you're going to do that, you should know that you're going to get caught. Elliot said the defendant was sentenced to five days in jail, community service, and $1,100 in restitution. And speaking of Silver Beach, County Administrator Brian DeSette said the Sheriff's Department has reached a deal with St. Joseph Public Safety on patrolling the beach this summer. That will have some city police officers there, in addition to the sheriff's deputies. He said the sheriff's department is short on deputies and needed that support. Legislation from State Representative Mary Wyford, designed to help more people receive community mental health treatment and assign more mental health professionals to underserved areas, has been signed by Governor Whitmer. Wyford says because the state has not updated the eligibility requirements for community mental health services, mental health centers are losing medical professionals to other states and facilities that qualify for the loan repayment program. Her bill changes that. Very practical, something that we've got ready to go. We just needed this little tweak in state law to be able to take advantage of it. And now we could have thousands, potentially, of professionals going into our rural underserved areas. The plan also requires the state health department to update its policies and determine individuals' ability to pay for community mental health services by following the federal poverty guidelines and use the federal sliding fee discount program to make services more affordable for uninsured and underinsured patients. Wyford says more than 1,300 more sites around the state now qualify to hire the mental health experts in a way so they can get loan repayment help. Are you happy in your job? It turns out 41% of workers plan to look for a new job in the next six months, according to new research by Robert Half Staffing. The company's Neil Gerbert says even with the talks of a looming recession, workers are still confident in their outlook. Despite, you know, maybe some worries, I guess you could say, about the, the stock market, maybe the economy as a whole, and you know, interest rates going up and inflation being high and all these other different types of factors, uh, job optimism remains high. 
and people are still looking for new opportunities. And those opportunities are still there. Gilbert says it's a strong job market with about two job openings for every unemployed person. He says most are making a move for more money. Gun reform legislation could be approved by the Senate next week. Congressman Fredupton tells us Senate negotiators were able to reach a compromise left out of a few of the proposals that were initially on the table. To get anything done, you've got to get 60 votes. Some issues simply were not going to happen. I mean, never was there going to be an amendment that would be included in the package that would ban uh, assault weapons uh, like the AR-15. Though raising the age to 21 to buy a semi-automatic weapon was on the table for a while, particularly with a federal court ruling in California a couple weeks ago. Against that, that fell off the table. Upton says the package also includes funding for states to implement red flag laws. He voted for a House package this month that would have raised the minimum age to purchase semi-automatic rifles to 21. Upton says he doesn't believe any legitimate gun owner will have anything to fear. The Historical Society of Michigan has started a GoFundMe campaign to raise money to help the Van Buren County Historical Society in Hartford recover from the severe storm damage of June 13th. Storms and high winds tore through southwest Michigan, and the museum in Hartford bore the brunt of the damage. The wind tore off the front part of the roof, exposing the entire interior to the elements. The museum says the roof ended up in the ravine next to the building, and they lost many trees. Rain soaked the museum's artifacts and archival collections, and everything has to be moved out while roof repairs are being done. The GoFundMe to help the museum raised $775 as of Thursday afternoon. We have a link to it at our website. And set for this Saturday is the first annual Benefit Car Show at Maiden Lane Park in St. Joseph Township. The car show is being held to honor police and firefighters and will feature a wide variety of cars, both old and new, antique tractors and motorcycles, a swap meet and craft show, a pancake breakfast, food vendors, live music, and police and fire vehicles on display. Car show chair Steve Wright tells us he wanted to do something for local police. What we're trying to do, and we want to do this every year, to generate funds for these folks so they can buy equipment and for training and whatever, you know, whatever their needs are. These guys get, they don't get the recognition that they deserve. I know the vet, they've done a pretty good job with the vet groups supporting them, but the police and fire, they deserve more. Wright says there's going to be a lot to see. It'll be free to get in, and then it's $5 to enter a car. Wright said those who attend are asked to make a donation, and all money raised will be split between the Berrien County Sheriff's Department and the Berrien County Firefighters Association. The car show will run Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Download the Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM app and listen online anywhere. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf.